It's time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter, at Pinball Profile. Email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher and check us out on Instagram, at Pinball Profile. What do you do if your collection just gets so big that you don't have anywhere to put the games? Well, if you're cool like Eric Thorne, you do what he did in Green Bay at Titletown, and Eric joins us right now. Hey, Eric, how are you? Good. How you doing, Jeff? So that's kind of how Titletown really began, isn't it? You just had so many games, you kind of needed to put them somewhere. Exactly, exactly. You know, once I got to about 30, 35 games in my, in my house, I didn't really have any space to put them. After that, and I, I kept I kept selling them off, um, but I didn't want to sell them anymore. Uh, so I got a warehouse. See, the first thing to do in your home is you get rid of things like, oh, I don't know, couches and extra bedrooms. Sorry, kids, you're on a cot or you're bunking up. That's the first thing you do. But I guess at 30, yeah, there's only so many rooms available. Yeah, I took over the electrical panel room. I had them next <laughs> to the furnace. I had them next to the water heater. I had one under the staircase on little tiny legs, and uh, and that was it. Uh, the whole garage was full. What do you do? You know, I didn't want to sell them anymore. That they're all my little babies, uh, and and I wanted more. So we got the warehouse, and uh, the way to pay for the warehouse was to start a new pinball league here in Green Bay. And that's only been a few years, correct? Yeah, it's been. It's actually been pretty much exactly two years that we did this. And I really wanted to play more pinball. You know, that was that was the other issue. The only way to get a large group of people together is to have a big space and usually in someone's house you know i mean if you're lucky if you got a really big house you can get 40 maybe 50 people in there but to do that on a regular basis that's asking a lot uh, of the spouse not to mention the host and that's what i that's what i did with the space the commercial space started a league so we can meet twice a month to do league and then once a month to do a tournament and been doing that for two years now I see other cities and leagues kind of do these type of things, whether it's a collective or something, because, yeah, the league just grows too big and you don't have a place to put them or the games themselves. That's a big initiative for you to take on and really house these pinball machines, the leagues, the tournaments at Titletown. A lot of people wouldn't step up and do that. Yeah, well, fortunately, I'm a stay-at-home dad, and my kids both started going to school full-time two years ago, right? So once they were out of the house, I essentially have the whole school day to work on games, bring in new ones, and fix the old ones after they've been played a few times, and now I have the time, but I really love playing pinball. I really enjoy this. I just wanted to bring it to everybody, and I knew that essentially if you build it, they will come, you know, and that's exactly what happened. A weeknight league, no less, not a weekend league, and we're having 70-plus people here twice a month for league. Yeah, I'm seeing the whoppers you're getting for those nights. I mean, that's the place to be at Titletown in Green Bay for sure. And Wisconsin has such amazing players, yourself included. You know, David DeLuga, Tom Graff, Eric Strangeway, Jordan Samaro. These are all top 150 players in the IFPA. There's another one that's playing in the Women's Championship this weekend. Yes, Cassidy Malinowski is playing in the Women's Championship. I know she's ranked in the top 16, I believe, for the women. She started here at Titletown. Uh, she's only 13 years old. Wow. And she is a fantastic player. She is a fantastic player and a, and a great person. She comes to almost every event, and she's in our league uh, as well, uh, even on school nights. But she's great, and I wish her all the best uh, out in Denver. When the dollar first got introduced a few years ago, 
like many places, there were some leagues and some states that were like, I don't know if I want to do this. Wisconsin, I remember reading about this on Tilt Forums, and Wisconsin was pretty hard against it, at least certain factors of the state. Yeah, they were. Wisconsin's, like every state, you have your, your areas, and Wisconsin's kind of divided into three areas, uh, Madison, Milwaukee, and Green Bay, as far as geography goes. And I just said, you know what, if you want to make this essentially more legitimate, having a dollar fee per person per tournament is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, especially when 95% of it is actually coming back to the players. 75% in your state, and the other 20% goes to the national pot, I believe, is the, how it, the breakdown. Yep. But it just legitimizes the sport even more. And then at the end of the year, you can say, hey, I'm top 16, I'm, not, I'm top 24. You know, in Wisconsin last year, it was a $5,000 prize pool. You know, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal, and for the average player, essentially they don't feel like they contributed to it at all because it just came out a little bit at a time, but yet they're playing for those big dollars, and it gives the, the new person who's coming in, who essentially is starting you know, just for fun, they've never heard of the IFPA yet, but they really get hooked, and then they realize that, hey, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow here. You know, potentially I can, I can be in this big tournament that's actually local, you know, not across the country, and be part of it. It's just fun, and it just adds another element to a great sport. I think you're right, Eric, because I see a lot of people here in Ontario in the provincials that made it for the first time, and it's such a rush for them. First of all, just by showing up, they're getting paid. In fact, that third Saturday in January is the day more people get paid for pinball than any other day, including Pinburg. A lot of money's being handed out that was accumulated over the year in each state and province. So I know Australia is doing it now here in 2020. It's it's really grown, and I think you probably see that excitement too. You know, there are people you think, oh, well, they're always going to be there, but there's kind of a lot of ups and downs, and you never know. I mean, maybe it makes you want to participate more into tournaments, thinking, okay, I'm, I'm close. Here it is November. If I get a few more tournaments in, I might make the state finals. Exactly, exactly. And like you said, first and foremost, it is about having fun. You know, but if you're close on the edge, I know a lot of people here that were around the 30th position, you know, they were going to everything in November and December to try to, to get into the top 24, which is what it is in Wisconsin. And it just, it just adds that little extra level of excitement, you know, and we all, we all enjoy the excitement. Wisconsin's going to be hosting a massive event just next month, the Midwest Gaming Convention. That's in Milwaukee, April 3rd through 5th. A lot of people gather for that. Absolutely. Midwest Gaming Classic. It's been going on for a long time, and every year it's a little bit bigger and a little bit better. And actually this year, Tom Graff will be running the tournament for that convention, and it's a little bit different format than in years past. It's a lot better the way it's going to be handled, and we should have more players, and it should be massive uh, as far as points go uh, for Wisconsin. And, I mean, in Wisconsin, massive points would be, you know, 45-plus. We don't have the... 150% bump <laughs> tournaments or 125% bump tournaments that you can get in the really big ones. But we're working on it. Well, it seems like you are working on it because that event just gets bigger and bigger. And I remember last year, too, a couple of big games were shown there in Willy Wonka and Black Knight. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if there's any new games coming this year. It's, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But uh, if you're a pinball player in Wisconsin, actually in the Midwest, the Midwest Gaming Classic is, is absolutely the place to go. Uh, for the first weekend in April. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get there. You know what the deciding factor for me was? I'm like, okay, how do I really make this worthwhile? Are the Brewers playing? And they're away that weekend. I think they're in Philly. I'm like, okay, I could have knocked that off my list and got that in as well. (laughs) 
So that means hopefully next year the Major League Baseball schedule and the Midwest Gaming Convention work out for me. But I will be there within two years for sure. I still might even come this year. Who knows? Yeah. We'll come to Titletown. We do tournaments all the time. All I know. Time. And and they're and they're a lot of fun. I mean, the biggest thing is is everything that we do here, it starts off as group match play or group knockout. We don't do the one or two days of qualifying where you come in and play by yourself on a game, write your score down, see where you stack up, and then top 16 or top 32, then actually get to play head-to-head. You know, we do head-to-head right from the start. We got 80-plus pinball machines, and that's what makes it fun for the new player, right? Because the new player, if they're just, you know, if they're just going to come in and, and play four games, six games by themselves, stand in line, and then they don't get to play anything head-to-head, it just, there's no excitement for them, right? So if the new person can come in and actually play head-to-head, play with these people, and then, you know, match play format, you know, you move up or down based on, you know, how well you're doing. You're playing with different people every single round. Uh, you see some different techniques. If you're doing really good, you're playing with some of the great players, and you can see what they do. And everybody here is super friendly. You know, they give you tips, you know, on what you should or shouldn't do while you're not playing. <laughs> we got to keep the rules straight. But uh, but it's just a good time, and it's a lot of fun, and I really think that's the key to success in getting a lot of people to come out and play week in and week out. I see a lot of people coming there. Great volume of players that show up at Titletown, and you mentioned 80 games. Okay, that begs the question. Titletown, is that going to be a venue for a future major event? Because with that kind of capacity and the number of games, and obviously with the excellent players in Wisconsin – I mean, these games must be top-notch. Are we going to see something happen there? Yeah, uh, hopefully we will. I do have the requirements as far as uh, what you need to be a major event, and essentially where we meet them. I just got to get uh, everything in order and submit it. I know we're going to do one of our own as well, but we are new. You know, we've only been here two years, and to be, for example, on the Stern Pro Circuit, you have to do the exact same tournament three years in a row before they'll even look at you. Yep. So there's definitely some longevity that you need to prove before they'll let you in, you know, to play with the big boys, so to speak. But um, we're doing it, and hopefully you will see us as a major event uh, here in the coming future. Well, Eric, I see things like the Pin Masters that just moved to Colorado this year. It had been in Vegas for a while. That got bigger, went to Colorado. Things like IFPA's World Championship, those rotate between North America and Europe. That's a possibility. There could be the national championship. There's the women's championship. There's all kinds of big events out there. It sounds like that might be an end game for you. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get some big stuff here. Uh, I, the, the last thing that I want to do is put on a bad event. All right? So I have to go through it. We do everything. Everything that happens, it just runs smoothly. Our biggest tournament that we do here is a 2X tournament. And, you know, it's a 13-round match play followed by a four-strike knockout. I get that entire thing done. We did this just now with 90-some players. We got the whole thing done in 14 hours, two full tournaments. And, you know, when you think about it, that's pretty amazing with that amount of people. And it was just, it's awesome. And it's a lot of fun. And everybody was playing the entire time. You weren't sitting around waiting. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. I think I had, I don't know, four games going on over that entire 14 hours. So, you know, just prepping it, making sure it's good to go. If we do a major tournament, or I should say when we do a major 
tournament, it's going to be run right. I know you go to Midwest Gaming Convention. What other big tournaments have you been? I mean, you run enough yourself. I just wonder to kind of get that kind of experience and see maybe what you can do down the line. I have actually not been to any other tournaments <laughs> other than uh, your Midwest Gaming Class in Gibson, Wisconsin. Is that a goal? I know you've got small children, but is that a goal to kind of see maybe how Free Play yeah. Florida does it or some other big event? Absolutely. I know we have Tom Graff and Tim Enders and Jordan Semerl and, and a lot of the, Dave Luga, a lot of the big players have been, you know, all over the country. And, and we're all talking about, you know, doing another, basically a big event to draw in the big players. And we will. I'm going to go to Pinburg this year. Nice. You know, it, uh, that thing sells out insanely fast. And it's very stressful to keep hitting the refresh button to see if you get in. Uh, but the other tournaments that I saw, you know, which were local ones. It's like nobody had a venue in Wisconsin that was big enough to host this kind of thing where you can everybody can play at the same time all the time. That's really what I wanted to do here was create a space where it's an inviting space. It's pure pinball in here, too, by the way. It's not, you know, it's not a bar that has pinball machines. It's a pinball place, first and foremost, and that's it. And everything about this is set up to run pinball tournaments. And it's a blast. Well, it sounds very inviting. My only question, being in Packers territory there in Titletown, what if somebody comes in and they're a Bears fan or a Vikings fan? Wow. (laughs) 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 They're definitely, uh, they're welcome to come. They're welcome to come. We actually have uh, some great players from Minnesota uh, and Chicago, especially when we do the the 2X tournaments and some other tournaments. Uh, And everybody has fun. I mean, this is pinball. And everybody's a nice person, really, uh, in pinball. And it, it just makes it that much you know, more fun when you don't have to worry about uh, negativity running through things. And it's just, it's just fun, and I love it. I agree. You know what you should do, though, if you do have a big event and you have a lot of people coming from out of town? Do what they do at Lambeau. And you know what? Turn the heat off. Make it like the frozen tundra there at Titletown just to have that <laughs> home field advantage. Just a thought. Yes. Yeah. Well... We don't have air conditioning, so when you come in the summertime, it does get hot. But uh, but we never let weather stop us uh, in this town, that's for sure. Eric, it's been great to talk to you, and I wish you all the best at Titletown. All right, thank you, Jeff. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher and check us out on Instagram at Pinball Profile. I'm Jeff Teolis. Pinball Profile.